welcome to day two of Olympopod Daily Bites with me, Ruth, where we'll be taking a very quick look back at day one of Tokyo 2020. It was a day where human mental and physical limits were put to the test as people the world over came together to forgo normal sleeping patterns to make sure they didn't miss a single moment of EPE individual top 64 matchups or 10 meter air rifle qualifications. The low point of my night, or high point, depending on your point of view and depending on how ultimately history will judge me, came when I briefly half fell asleep between single skull repassages. Then began dreaming feverishly and in impressive detail about a new discipline, Olympic decathlon rowing. It would not only test an athlete's rowing abilities, but also their abilities to knit, garden, pay bills or other essential skills maybe every 1,500 metres or so. I woke up in time for some table tennis, so I'll have to revisit this and the Olympic decathlon at a later date, as it seems to me I've only listed four events and I'm missing six more. The women's 49 kilogram weightlifting final was predictable, but no less thrilling. The gold went to Hu Jihui with a combined lift of 210 kilograms. China have brought, literally and one might say quite wisely, a very strong team to Tokyo for the weightlifting, and this will no doubt be the first gold of many for them in the discipline. Tomorrow sees the final for both the men's 61 and 67 kilogram categories. The cycling was hot, sweaty, but very picturesque by Mount Fuji. There was some excitement for Irish fans with Dan Martin putting in a phenomenal effort, but ultimately it was Ecuador's Richard Carapaz who deservedly took gold. At this point, I feel I should mention Denmark, since a phenomenal number of you do seem to have become Danish in the last week. In fact, nearly 50% of all our listeners seem to now come from Denmark, according to our analytics. I'm not sure what you're all doing here, but Camaloso, and you're very welcome. Well, Denmark didn't win any medals today, or at least not by time of recording, but the following nations who share Denmark's flag pantone did. Japan, Indonesia, Tunisia, Switzerland. More updates as they come in. There was plenty of pool action today, which left plenty of time to contemplate on whether the butterfly is in any way natural or normal. I fall very strongly on the side of absolutely not, and that it absolutely should not be encouraged in any form. Many aspects of swimming have real-world applications, and while I don't feel that this is necessarily an important attribute for an Olympic discipline, it's hard to look at a pool of super-speedy, flailing, muscular gods and not think of the sheer enjoyment a great white shark would take in this entirely bizarre and avoidable situation. It is, after all, human's own hubris which leads us to believe we can splash about and look moderately like seals at certain angles without consequences. Anyway, plenty more swimming tomorrow and the surfing starts too. That is, of course, weather condition dependent. In fact, a number of rowing events which had been scheduled for Monday have been rescheduled to tomorrow, as Tropical Storm Nepertak threatens to make landfall. Ireland have so far done well at the Seaforest Waterway, which leads us to today's top fact, sent in to us from Twitter 
from Anthony O'Connor. Anthony tells us that the town of Skibbereen in West Cork has provided Ireland with six rowers for these games, of which the youngest is 22 and the oldest is 27. The most recent census data, according to O'Connor, has the population of Skibbereen at 2,778, and that we can estimate the population age between 22 and 27 as being 191. If these assumptions are correct, and I have no reason to believe they aren't, this means that if you are currently in Skibbereen and aged between 22 and 27, there's 1 in 32 chance you're not in Skibbereen at all, but in fact in Tokyo, representing Ireland in the Olympics. In more youth news, Syria's Hen Saza was out in straight sets against Austria's Gia Louis in the ladies' table tennis. But Zaza can find some consolation that she will have plenty more opportunities to return to plenty more Olympics in the future, given that she is just 12 years old. And in things that failed to excite me today news, football and basketball 3x3. Sorry. I also failed to be won over by the dressage and I gave it at least three minutes. In fact, all it really did was give me flashbacks to Rio 2016 when I broke down in tears by the emotional strain of sleep deprivation and seeing a Swedish horse dance to ABBA, then having to be comforted by a nice Olympic volunteer who gave the impression that this was not the first instance of this sort she had had to deal with at the horse dancing that day. Excitement is building for Simone Biles' first competition appearance at these games. She's been seen landing the Eurotenko double pike vault at training, and if she executes it successfully over the next week, the move will be named for her and will join the Biles 1 and Biles 2 floor moves. But today was all about the men's qualifications. Ireland's Rhys Munchleggen set the pommel standard early with a score of 15.266 during the early morning session. The score was matched twice later in the day by Japan's Kemiyama Kohei and Chinese Taipei's Li Chi Kei. It's going to be a highly contested final on the 1st of August, with any of the 12 qualifiers in with a chance of a medal. There is, of course, plenty of sports to look forward to tomorrow, including skateboarding's Olympic debut. That starts at 9am Tokyo time. So unless this is the culmination of all your teenage hopes and dreams, maybe this could be one to watch back on replay. Plenty of hockey tomorrow too, with the men's matchups of India versus Australia and Spain versus New Zealand looking like potentially brilliant games. But my suggestion for you tomorrow is to get really, really into the diving. The women's synchronised three-metre springboard final will kick off at the very reasonable time of 7am GMT. Diving, of all events, is a great sport to become an armchair expert in. Watch after just two rounds how confidently you will proclaim that the entry into the water was acute of 90 degrees, or how it looked more like a two rather than a two and a half pike. Make sure you watch, make sure you enjoy, absolutely get some sleep tonight and I'm going to take that advice on myself too. Catch you again tomorrow. Goodbye and fuerwell.